0: Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. This is the Spicy Pecan podcast. Have you ever had a dreams that that you um, you had you 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 could you do you would you want you you could do so you you do you could. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Spicy Pecan Podcast. As you can see, I got myself out of the corner. We're trying to step up at least a little bit. Um, Thank you for joining. Listen, if you're checking me out on YouTube right now, make sure you click that like button. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you're doing so so that you could be notified of when episodes come out, which are going to be every Thursday. Um, I am a woman, so I have the right to change my mind. But as of right now, it is going to be every Thursday. So make sure you're keeping your eyes peeled for that. Um, and we have a fantastic episode for you today. But before we get into that, I just wanted to have a couple of comments. Um, I hope you guys got an opportunity to watch the inauguration. It really touched my heart, I have to say. I have really enjoyed what Biden had to say. Um, I like the way that he really goes after the racial disparities doesn't mince a lot of words and really just gets to it. It'll be very interesting to see how his administration tackles that. Um, I will give him an A in my book if he can just get the coronavirus together and we can start living our lives again. Um, but yeah, that was really good. I mean, I don't know if you guys checked out Garth Brooks's performance. What happened to him? I feel like Obama sung that song better. Anyway, um, amazing show today, guys. I got an opportunity to touch base with a college friend of mine um, that I hadn't talked to in a while, but have, you know, kept track of all of her accomplishments. She is someone that I have always admired, Um, very much the type of person that runs her own race. And if you're confused about the title of the episode, Fulana means like a random person. And that's the gist of this interview that I want to get from you. She drops a lot of gems about her time being in business, you know, for about 10 years. Um, So there's a lot of really good information um, that she gives us through that. But most importantly, if I can leave you guys with anything this week, it's to not allow other people and what other people are doing distract you from your race, I feel like, you know, people like Kamala Harris, people like Joe Biden, we can look at the history um, of their careers and see that they weren't following a mold. They weren't constantly looking back. Both of them have had many opportunities to say, you know what, Eh, I'll go into the, the corporate sector and see what, you know, see what I can do there. You don't become the first at something, like the first minority vice president if you're constantly checking what everybody else is doing there is a singular focus that we need to have when we're talking about accomplishing our goals if you're constantly looking backward at what's happening behind you or to the side of you you'll lose focus on your goals so if you don't get anything out of this um i want you to get just that one bit don't worry about fulana it don't matter Run your race. And without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy the interview, which I know you will. Make sure you're checking out all the things that Josie has coming up. She does classes. She does, uh, you know, she has a venue, but you'll see all of that. Hope you guys enjoy and make sure you leave some comments. Josie, I am so excited to have you on the show. I already told the audience how awesome you are. We know each other from college, all of that. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. It's Monday. It's a new week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like um, I, I don't uh, hate Mondays. Everybody hates Mondays. I don't mind them.
0: Yeah. I don't really mind Mondays. It, I guess it just depends, you know, waking up with the news, uh, like the news now it's like every day
1: I, I don't hate. Have, I don't watch TV on purpose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? No, I have
1: social media now. I can freaking look True. everything there. I don't even have to turn on the TV anymore. See, that's
0: the problem. We're getting too much of our information from social media and half of the stuff is inaccurate.
1: Well, no, definitely. I just mean like I don't tune into the news for that reason because I haven't seen anything positive lately. So I'm yeah. like, whatever.
0: Very stressful. But let's switch gears. We do have some really positive things to talk about. Yes, um yeah first off, I'm just curious, because um, you are the first person uh, to be on the show from college. Do you feel like college prepared you to own a business, to be an entrepreneur?
1: Honestly, and I hate saying this because I learned a lot after college. You know, I went to school, I felt like it was needed. I felt like, oh my God, I have to go to college. So, you know, be someone that's what's driven into our heads I think the minorities like you have to go to school if you don't you're not going to become anything and you know coming from a Dominican household like nobody really went to school like okay my parents family aunts and uncles I don't know of anybody that went to college my sister did so I was like okay my bigger sister went to school I have to go to school so it was like I'm gonna go to school what am I gonna go to school for my first year was communication I wasted a whole year And then I had to do another four to finish business management, which don't get me wrong. I look back at the things that we learned in school. Cool. But I really learned everything after on my own.
0: Which, Yeah. 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 I feel like our school was a little different in that they did really push those networking opportunities and stuff like that, which I don't feel like a lot of other schools really do, or maybe people just don't take advantage of it. But shout out to Fairleigh Dickinson. They did all right.
1: Yeah, they didn't do bad, and they still actually—they just sent me something a week ago about a, an alumni networking, like submit all my information to them from being an alumni. And I was like, oh, okay, oh. so that they just have a roster of what everybody's up to, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't owe them any more money, so you guys can feel free to send me, you know, whatever you want now.
1: I, I still owe them money.
0: <laughs> They're like, let's remind her. <laughs> That's why let's they stop bothering her. me,
1: and I'm, I'm like, get no mail I- yeah so I mean they're paid I don't owe them I owe uh, (laughs) I guess the government yeah 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 that's probably why they are like oh let's add her to our alumni list but
0: it's a good school you know yeah yeah it's a good school a little overpriced but good school um So let's get into the meat of things because you have a really awesome company and just me knowing you personally, I know how much you've put into it. I know how long you've been working on it. And I know just your personality, how dedicated of a person you are. So tell me kind of the origin story. I know that originally it started as Flavors and More. Flavors. Favor, I'm sorry favors and, <laughs> okay. and and now it's you abbreviated to F&M it's all event planning um but give us like a, a gist of how you started so,
1: um right out of college um even before because I mean we graduated in 2000 I graduated in 2007 um I started like legally professionally like legalized the business in 2010 but before that I was doing like party favors you know back in the day it was all about party favors and little small balloon trinkets here and there that's where the name came from favors and more because I would always do party favors and more meaning like a little centerpiece here and there a diaper cake it was never as elaborate as it is now but then after about seven years I want to say about three years ago I mean I stopped doing favors a long time ago but the name I also don't like long Instagram names like (laughs) like catchy things like spicy pecan yeah <laughs> yours is all right you just need to abbreviate it eventually we'll get there we'll get there Forget but that. mine was a lot and then it was like adding the underscores and all this stuff and llc i was like what the hell it's like a whole sentence so it, it got to a point where i just like fnm events because it still is FNM. right technically legally still stands for favors and more so now i abbreviated it i do i still do favors if needed not me but i outsource now you know i used to do everything myself because i always thought doing it myself was going to bring me more money but in the long run you learn that you're actually wasting more time and time is money so i have people where i outsource things to now but the name is fnm events now legally as well like i have both names legalized but i am known for favors and more that's like
0: yeah okay so um as people are kind of starting out you know if we could just stick there what were some of the um what were some of the sticking points when you were just beginning do you remember those first like trials and tribulations like as an entrepreneur or
1: in this industry in general
0: yeah as well when you started this when you started you know just with the favors but just in general like when you just started this
1: well, when I started this over 10 years ago, there wasn't social media like this. Right. It was Facebook, but it was more for college students. I don't know if you remember that. Yes,
0: I do. I so had to remind someone had the other day.
1: It, that it was with my FDU email and that was the only way to have it. So I didn't have, I had like MySpace and all the other crap that wasn't really for business. It was more to socialize. And then when Instagram opened up, which was 10 years ago, which I didn't even know they've been open for that long. I didn't get it right away. I got it years later because that's when I heard about it. I didn't know what it was. Um, that made it much easier for people to find us, you know, okay. at, at us meaning it, businesses. Because I felt like, so everybody's so in tune with social media now. It's like nobody asks for my website anymore. Right. Like, yeah. Everything is about, oh, do you have an Instagram? And I'm like, yes. But it's like, I spent all this money on a website for who? You know, like, it's crazy, but it's the truth. You have the old school people, like the older crowd, the older mentality that isn't on social media, that is from, like, before Facebook, that didn't have anything, you know, they'll want a website. But, like, my my thing is, like, from the start till now, back then it was handing out my business cards, like trying to introduce myself to random people at events or if I went to a networking event. um, That's how I would get my name out there. Or if somebody just word of mouth. Now it's all mostly social media and who's follows me or who's seen an event that I did at so-and-so's you know place or oh I was at an event you did I like that or oh my friend knows you because you did her mom's cousins whatever yeah it's always now I feel like it's a lot of word of mouth or social media for us that has helped me grow um which that's why I tell people you want to take advantage of social media in the good way Right. like really market yourself because it really can help if you use it the right way
0: yeah for sure I'm still I'm still learning
1: <laughs> we're gonna get to there girl it's a whole job though social media is another job. Um, it's a whole
0: job and the crazy part about it is I do social media for the company that I work for but by the time it comes to like the podcast and stuff like that I'm like oh Yeah, i
1: have to post i forgot to post and you're
0: and i love doing the show i love talking to entrepreneurs like you i love learning like little tidbits like hey how did that work out and i really like talking to people about the things that they're interested in people have started companies based on what their mom told them what the person up the block said what was going to be profitable but i really like talking to people where um you know they're doing something that ignites a passion so actually that goes on to my next question um would you consider yourself um, passionate about event planning? So it's funny you asked that. Um, this past
1: weekend, I had a like an epiphany, I guess is the mm-hmm. word. Because being in the industry 10 years and doing events and event planning for 10 years, I've noticed a shift, which I think is one of your next questions. Uh, I noticed a shift in what I'm doing and building for myself. Um, I love event design. I love decorating. I love planning, but I have a bigger passion lately for my creative space, which mm-hmm. I, which I open craziness during. Yeah, the event. talk about it. Definitely talk about. You know, it. I opened that up a few months ago. October was a. I opened the doors in October. I signed late summer, but it was a risk that I took because growing up, not growing up, but like, well, growing up, my mom is an is an entrepreneur she's always had her own business but totally different industry like she was in um oh my god back in new york it was like a travel agency they did like notary and and all this stuff and just seeing her hustle and i was like wow she doesn't you know she has her own schedule her hours were crazy but i got it and i actually enjoyed watching it so for me it was easy to fall into the trap of entrepreneur but then i always wow that's
0: interesting i like like that though
1: I saw it and I was like, that's pretty cool. I don't want to work for other people. You know, like, and I always had, you know, I always had a job. Like, yeah. no, I, mean, I wouldn't have
0: survived without a regular job for a while, but... You had a full-time job in school and going had- to school full-time and yeah. raising a little one. <laughs> like, people don't understand. No, we giving you your flowers today. Like, this is Yeah, really cool it bad. was
1: crazy. I don't, like, people sidetrack because I do have a little bit of that sidetrack is going on I don't want to call it ADHD but <laughs> got it um, dude I don't know how the fuck I did anything sorry excuse no, me I don't know how the fuck I did anything back then they asked me all the time like how did you do it and I'm like I don't know I just at this point it was like it's like a blur Remember? you asked me about college and I'm like
0: honestly it was such a so much went on I listen years you- that I'm like what you still made time for study groups helping me catch up because <laughs> I was sh- I was struggling with my full-time job and going to school full-time and I didn't have anybody to take care of but myself yeah but she was I mean <laughs> you, like you are definitely one of those people that helped me get through school no. I don't even know if you realize that no, no, I didn't. no I didn't I, I mean
1: even now it's, it's crazy to hear it because I don't I, I just I don't even know like I think I'm like how the fuck did I do half of the shit that I did and have a social life yeah, now yeah. When I was a baby I didn't start a social life till I hit my 20s because I wanted to be there as much as I could for her right I was hardly home I'm not even gonna front it was all Nana grandma like because I wanted to work because I, ha- I had to not only did I want to and I wanted to finish school because I told myself you're gonna do this no child nobody's gonna tell you you can't because what I was told was you're ruining your life you're not gonna make it you're not gonna finish school you had a kid like I had the whole you you're not gonna get nowhere because you had a child so young and I was like watch me bitch I'm gonna do this shit and I did and I walked my senior year in high school with a freaking two and a half month old and I walked to college with a five-year-old Yeah. Oh fuck that, <laughs> and I did it. But um, aside from that, like obviously seeing it growing up and wanting to work for myself for a while, I just didn't know what industry. Like event planning during college was not even a thing for me. Like I didn't even think of oh parties. No, yeah. I just always considered myself a host. I was always hosting whether it was home whether we were out at a club, like I was just always the host. And now with opening my location, I realized like, this is so nice to host and not have to pick up, clean up, load the van, unload the van, because I've been hustling and bustling and unloading and reloading and decorating and undecorating and killing myself for all these years that I'm at a point where I don't, I don't, that wasn't happiness for me. I thought it was, but now that I have this, oh, I could come back tomorrow. Oh, I could lock up and be back tomorrow. This is fucking amazing. You know, like there, I was there earlier today, just cleaning up, getting ready for some shoots that we have going on this week. I love set designing. It's still Mm -hmm. designing, but it's a different kind of designing.
0: Right. You know, yeah, no, that's a very real thing.
1: It's a different like concept, but I'm still, look, I have a blogger coming in this week. She wants me to style a fake, um table setting for dinner at home and she's going to blog a fashion outfit about eating dinners at home i'm wow. still designing a table concept for a blogger that wants to feature it on her page and i'm like and this is a girl that i went to high school with i mean her stayed like this and she's doing amazing right now yeah and you'll see i'm gonna tag her in the thing in um when she posts it and i'm just like i'm still in the industry because I have to financially, and that's me being 100%. What I did in the pandemic, opening this location, obviously I'm not made of money. I'm not here blowing money out of everywhere, but I still have to work on my events, on my prior clients that were pushed forward because of COVID. Yeah. To also, not only to to do their event because we have contracts, but to also make ends meet. You know, like it's it's a rough world right now. You can't just have one form of income anymore. Like COVID taught me that you cannot have one right. anymore. Right. Like I thought I was doing well when just doing FM events. And then when COVID hit, I was like, wait, what, what's going on here? Because I didn't know what to do. You know, everybody in the industry didn't know what to do. And I was like, if I had something else, if I just had something else to, to figure out, I would have been making money faster and easier because All of my other clients were postponed or canceled completely Mm -hmm. for 2020, and then I was thinking for a few months, what do I do? What do I do now? Like, where am I? You know, and how it ended up me getting a shop was, I used my garage here at home for storage. Uh, My landlord wanted it back, and I was like, I need to find a garage or storage somewhere. And I started looking around. I came across this this place, and I was like, let me check this out. And I was like, this might be a little much for me, but. I walked in and I just like you know when you those butterflies yeah yep. I was like I really like this and it just gave me this feeling that I hadn't had in so long and I had to sleep on it for a week and the realtor was like I don't know you look really like you I've never seen that face before but she was like I don't know look like you really have something here and my boyfriend was like you've been wanting a place for your own workshops. Cause I also, you know, I teach my workshops and yeah, stuff. Yeah.
0: And you also host, you have host, hosted a whole I bunch host- of networking events.
1: Yes. And I'm always looking for a location, like always looking, always spending money, keep giving other people money for their venues and their locations because I didn't have one. Yeah. Granted mine isn't huge, <clears throat> but it's just right. Like it's perfect for me. And I, I, I can't, like, I can't say it was a, uh, I'm scared, like, every day. That's exciting, though. But it's so exciting. It's weird. It's, like, a weird feeling.
0: You can't, you can't get ahead unless you t- you do take some type of risk. And I don't even think you would have came to the point of you being like, hey, you know, I really want a spot, unless you had done those years of event planning. Like, every yeah. of leads us to the next thing, you but know? But the funny thing is, years
1: ago, had you asked me, had we spoke years ago, maybe two, three in my mind, I wanted a venue like. Um,
0: like a catering hall. Yes. Or
1: Yeah. I thought I would that. we will get there. No, I don't no. want that. Oh, why not? I just don't. Okay. The hustle and bustle of a venue also is a lot of work. The regulations, the laws, the the liquor license, all that stuff. Yeah. There's a lot behind that that people don't understand. Listen to each of someone, those that own them and are doing amazing things kudos to you but for literally i was just saying this weekend you know for years i thought i wanted like an actual catering hall venue and i don't i love being able to have a spot that's a clean canvas my place Mm -hmm. is a clean canvas i could do whatever the hell i want in there i could book whoever the hell i want in there yeah um it's not huge so it's not a hundred people making this huge mess that now i have to get a staff coming in you know like it's a lot you think about it the bigger I go the more responsibility it will be which I don't mind for future because obviously I want it to grow yeah but right now like the size everything is perfect for me and what I want perfect like it's amazing do I want a catering hall no
0: I mean like, I'm sure people there are some people who just own the building and then they outsource it to yeah
1: yeah yeah know, there's, there's so many ways and you know people that just own spaces they rent it out and, and to them that's having spaces of their own, you know,
0: yeah.
1: but I'm happy right now. And I, you know, I'll be there for the next few years and then we'll see what happens after that.
0: You've done some pretty big things with FNM. Um, what would you say has been one of the proudest moments? Aside from opening up this location aside from location, yeah. From that, that was big for me.
1: Um, I guess, Uh. I don't know. I, um, you know, Hosting my networking events is big because I I love helping other people. Like you know, I have this thing where if I know someone that knows someone that needs someone, I kind of yep. like
0: got you. I know definitely who's in. the oh. connector. Like
1: I'm the connector. I'm like the networking. Like call me. I probably know whoever it is that you need. Um, but you know, being on uh, proud moment, I can't even think. <laughs>
0: What about um? Because actually, it was one of my questions. What about uh being on Spanish television, Telemundo?
1: Oh, Telemundo was was good. It was That's
0: huge. I
1: know.
0: See, I feel like every and this is such an Aquarius thing. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. No, right. this is big, <laughs> shit, girl. Okay, I'm like, oh that
1: channel. So <laughs> I guess because it was a few years back, I like kind of like forgot, but not really. It's it's in the back of my head. Um. That was interesting, and it was funny because, yes, I'm Dominican, but my Spanish, I grew up New York Spanish, like not the, I wasn't born in DR, so knowing right. that I was doing a live, live taping, yep, one shot, in Spanish, I was literally going to die, because I was like, guys, you don't understand, my Spanish is terrible, and they were like, no, no, you're going to be fine, you're going to, and once I did it, they were like, oh, <laughs> I was like i was telling you guys that on top of the fact that my spanish is crazy i was nervous so i was speaking in spanglish it was it was the first time it was a hot fucking mess and my mother was like i taught you better than that i was like mom i'm like i was nervous i thought i had it i was like i'm gonna do great but just being there like in the room the production team camera here camera there i was like this is fucking for real like yeah and then they called me back. That's what I was about to say. It <laughs> they could called not me back three times. And I was like, I guess the fucked up Spanish wasn't that bad. <laughs> so I'm like, they understood me. Yep. Thank God they, have, they must have a lot of Spanglish. And speech. your
0: personality shines through anyway. Thank you God. Because
1: I was literally like, if they would have seen the sweat dripping on my back, my back <laughs> I was a mess that day, a mess. And then when they call me back, they're like, we're going to give you the script in advance. Please practice it in Spanish. And I was like, oh, even better. That day, there was no practicing. They were like, here's your questions. You're on in five. And I was like, what?
0: That is good. <laughs> I was not.
1: like, yes, I had more practice. And then by the third time, I was whew, way better. And then. I I never got called back but I was okay with it the three experiences was more than enough um I wish I had the links I don't know why I never got them but that's fine just the fact I have clips you know on my page yeah I've seen the clips I've had you know people my cousin was there with me doing behind the scenes so I have videos and I have photography of it which is amazing just memories I love um having memories more than anything so yeah that was a good moment
0: (laughs) you will host your own interviews now you got a location (laughs) Yes. Check me. Um, so what I've been curious about is just like in the um, planning world, what are some of the the common issues that people come to you, um, like not prepared or not really understanding your role?
1: So with this industry, there are so many roles. There's the event planner, there's the event coordinator, there is the designer, there is Then the vendors that come along, chef, um, photography, entertainment, anything, graphic designer. Because now I work with graphic designers to design invitations, to design backdrops, to design cutouts. I work with caterers. I work with DJs. I am all three. I'm an event planner. I do event coordination and I do design. So I wear all the hats. So when people come to me in my questionnaire, they get a questionnaire right away because I want to know exactly what you need from me before we're wasting each other's time. Right. Um, and right off the bat, I'll know, okay, based on their checklist, they need an event planner because an event planner will do all of it if needed. A coordinator will just coordinate the event that is already planned. Okay. I would just step in, but everything is already done for me. And then the designer is somebody that comes in and brings your vision to life, you know, and the thing is, that's what I teach my students, there is a difference, you have to find out what you want to do, you can't sit here and be like, I want to do it all, because yeah, you will, and it's all fun and dandy, but you're going to wear yourself out, and is it worth it financially? Yeah, it it busting your ass for all these years, and then realizing, shit, where am I now? I don't have nothing to show for this, you know, Um, but I love coordination, because sometimes it's, it's just, I just show up like everything run, <laughs> I just show up
0: and I run the show. I'm and go, starting, hey. I'm starting to catch a trend. You like to just show up places. Like I love this <laughs> show up. Okay. You know why? Because
1: I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been busting my ass. Yeah. For 10 years. So now I'm like, I kind of just like showing up. Yeah. This, you is, done? this is amazing. Now my phone's talking to me like, this is amazing. And it's, it's to a point, I think it's because of that, because I did it for so long that I'm tired not physically, but I'm just tired of the, Oh, I got to load the van. It's freezing. right I got to unload it. Plus you've elevated, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like, oh, oh, my- you did the grunt work to get those yeah. titles and, you know, you like, all right, it. that was nice, but I'm tired as hell. And the thing is now I have, you know, I have a lot of students that are, are in the beginning that they love it. And they're like, I want to, you know, I want to go, I want to get to where you're at. And I'm like, And in my mind, I'm like, I'm not even where I want to be yet. Yeah. I feel like there's so much more room left for me, but I'm like, okay, so let me help you get me out of where I want to be. Like right now I have an intern that she loves designing and decorating and doing florals. And I'm like, this is perfect. I literally text her last night. This is perfect. You want to do what I don't want to do anymore. So now like this is a freaking beautiful relationship. And I'm like, I'm willing to work with you on all of my events to let you flourish and grow so that I could be like yeah win-win and she was like oh my god I love this idea and we 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 flow so well together that's something a vibe with me if the vibe not there I can't I can't work my back with you you know but if we vibe and you have a passion for something that I don't then it's a it's a balance and you need to find that in this industry so talk to me about the classes that you're doing so with me, uh, to, uh, about, it's going to be three years now. I've been teaching, I call them uh, coordinate to celebrate. And because I like coordinating, mm-hmm. they have to be coordinated to celebrate. Right. <clears throat> That's the little baby that I made up one day randomly. So my, my coordination workshop started with teaching just coordination because I was so in tune with letting people know that it is a difference event planning, event coordination. And a lot of event planners didn't know. Like they were like, what do you mean? I thought if I'm decorating, I should just coordinate for them too. I'm like, are you kidding? You know how much money you're losing, not charging extra to coordinate their event? Because I did it for a while. Like I would set up, let's say you're having an event, a birthday, whatever. And I went and I decorated and then you asked me to stay to help man all the other vendors. And I did it just because I thought I was part of my thing. It's not, it's totally different. So I just jip myself off whatever amount of money for those hours of sitting through there, working my ass off and then doing the cleanup and the breakdown, you're killing yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. Like, I don't want to do that. So I, I used to teach just coordination. Then people were like, I want to learn, you know, business one-on-one for event planners. So I started that one. And then I started, you know, adding, uh, helping them pricing and design. I teach a lot. I teach you how to create your contracts, your questionnaire, like, um, the invoicing, cause a lot of them didn't know like how yeah. much for this, that and the third, it was a lot. Like they were all, a lot of them are from the beginning. Like they don't know how to price for a lot of things, which is amazing. And a lot of, some of them know things and they just want to like a refresher course. Cause I always recommend that always take a refresher course. You can never stop learning in this. No. Industry, everything changes every few years. Like, now, of what, to do. no every, I think it's
0: every industry I think you have to give yourself that uh just a refresher course it's a personal thing you just have to continue to educate yourself on regardless of what you're doing yeah. and
1: it's not I mean not everybody does it but I recommend it you know even tonight I'm taking a class at seven
0: yeah me too I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in I'm- a <laughs> class to help me get better at editing and things like that and uh teaching me new softwares and stuff because you know, this is the, these are the things that we're in, you know, you should be working to become a master at what you're doing.
1: Well, I'm taking a class on how to run a venue <laughs> because at the end of the day, yeah, I got it. The gist of it, but I know there's shit that I don't know. Absolutely. You're lie and be like, I got this shit. No, I want to make sure I'm not screwing myself. And if I do have staff or, and if I do later on get a liquor license, I want to know what the heck is going on. You know, yeah. I don't through myself or have any issues. And with all these COVID regulations and guidelines, I just don't have no problems. And I was like, let me just sign up for this pass.
0: Very so true. So, um, that actually brings me to my next question. I'm just thinking of it. Um, somebody comes to you, they say, you know, I want to be a coordinator, a planner or whatever. How much money do I need? Like What's the first set of advice you give to people when they are saying that they wanna enter into the industry that you're, you're in now?
1: Uh, research. Like, honestly, I didn't because years ago it wasn't this popular. Yeah. It was you know, parties were not what they are today. Um, so I didn't, do, I myself didn't do research as far as finding out how many people, like I'm in Saddlebrook, New Jersey. I'm home-based in Saddlebrook, but now my location is in Garfield. We're neighbor towns, though. Yeah. Between here and there, there's about five or six listed event planners. Okay. I didn't know that when I moved into Saddlebrook because I'm from Ritual Park. Ritual Park, there's no event planners. Oh,
0: yeah, I remember. You know what I mean?
1: So I've been in, I was in Ritual Park for years. When I started the business, I was in Ritual Park, and there was nobody listed. I didn't know. But now if you look up event planners and because so many of us are home-based, now they pop up on Google. Now you can research it. You know, is this a competitive industry for me? Where is it? Where is everybody? You know, what's my target market? Like really do your whole, this is where the business come, the business classes come in. Yeah. Market strategy, your SWOT analysis. Like I teach this in in my classes now. Like, have you ever written a business plan? Have you ever actually focused on what the fuck you want to do with your business? Like yeah. I said, do you want to be an event planner? Do you want to be a coordinator or do you want to do decorations? Because it's a big difference, all three of them. So doing that analysis for yourself, for your business, and then writing out a mission statement and a plan is huge. So I try to tell them now, your business plan don't got to be 20 pages like they teach us in college. That's ridiculous. Because right. they make you focus on 10 years out. I like to focus on one to three years because in reality, I, in 2019, I didn't know 2020 was going to go to shit. Right. Very true. Very
0: true.
1: I would have been prepared for, oh, in 10 years, whatever, whatever, what the fuck happens next year? Yeah. My new plan, because I'm rebranding, I'm in the middle of working on rebranding for the space. It said, where do you see yourself in the future? My first thing said in the next three years, my goal is because I can't do past three years anymore my mental capacity. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. And I recommend that for everybody. Reprocess your goals every three years. That's a great if advice. You can, if you can jot them down every year and knock out, Oh, I got this done. I got this. It's like the um vision board. I really believe in that because yeah. I, I do them every year. And when I, I didn't do them for a while, cause I didn't really think they were that serious. I had it for two years straight and I was like, wow! I really did all, a lot of these things, and whatever I didn't, I pushed it to the next year. And you just you just keep pushing yeah. it until you reach re- uh, reach that goal. And not you don't have to be hard on yourself and say, oh, I fucked up, I didn't get this. No, there's a lot of we
0: listen. Go. I know you're hard on yourself, and I know that I'm like <laughs> horrible to myself. You're an idiot. I'm very
1: hard on myself. I'm one of the hardest, but I, I lately I've I've been trying to work on that. That's something I'm working on: self care
0: that and that's the perfect cue to my next question how you know being an entrepreneur being a mom being a fiance being a family member friend and everything yeah hold on oh oh okay I'm sorry I thought you guys were engaged listen you're welcome I'm speaking it into existence listen did you hear get your stuff together sir (laughs) um but being wearing all these hats and being all these things to different people how do you kind of, how do you, you know, just guard yourself? How do you take care of yourself? So I'm not even going to sit here in front.
1: I didn't for a while. Like I didn't. Um, well, me and you spoke re- recently, but mm-hmm. I, um, for years ago, I was into the whole fitness thing. Because in my mind, <clears throat> my physical appearance was more important to me than internal because of social media. And that's the truth. Like I was just seeing people, like, oh my God, look at her body. Look at this one. Look at that one. Oh my God, her hair. Oh my God, this, that, and the third. That I was more like working out. Like I didn't care about anything else. I wanted to work out because I felt like that was the answer to oh, self care. I look good. We're good. But I was falling apart inside. My mental state was falling apart. My my health was falling apart, and. As long as I look good, I thought that was it. But the problem is self-care is not uh, on a physical appearance. It's an internal issue that most women don't realize that they're screwing themselves when they don't focus on that. And now with me, with my scheduling, I, um, I make it a point to visit my doctor. I make it a point to do therapy. It's needed. Not because, oh, you're crazy. You need therapy. No, it's not for that. You can't talk Okay, I have friends and yes, I have a partner, but you can't talk to them about everything. Not everybody's right. gonna understand. I'm an entrepreneur. My best friend has a job. My other best friend had a job, became an entrepreneur, and now is wondering if she should go back to a regular job or continue entrepreneur. We're all in different lives. Yeah. You know, you know one's in Florida, one's in Georgia. I have friends here. Then it's like I can't call I can't just go to your house now you're in another state. And then I have friends here, which are a lot of my creative partners that are all in the industry with me. we vent to each other and all this stuff, but you know, when you just feel like they still don't get it.
0: Plus There's- people who know you are not going yeah. to, and, you know, they're going to be like, they're always going to take your side, which is great. <laughs> no. And I do know, but the, the,
1: thankfully what I have is a lot of people that they speak the truth to me and that's what I like. And I prefer to hear that, but the sugarcoating, I, right. I don't want it, but like I've, I did fall off with therapy. I was going for a while and then COVID with the whole doing it on, on, um, phone. Yeah. Know, didn't feel the same for me. Right. So now I want to find somebody because now everything's reopening and I want to find a new person. And I do, I just think we all need that, um, mental clarity because as an entrepreneur, your brain doesn't shut off. Right. Like it doesn't matter what time it is. I'm watching a movie and I'm like, oh, I gotta do this. You know, like, oh wait, yesterday we were watching a movie and I sprung off the couch because I noticed my plant was dry. <laughs> so he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm Like, oh my God, the plant is dry. He was like, why were you even thinking about that? And I'm like, I wasn't, but I looked and I was like, I didn't want to plant someday because, because I know some days is plant day, Right. my plants. And I'm like, Oh fuck, it's nighttime. I didn't want to the plants today. It's like my ADD kicks in and I'm like, hold on. My plants are going to die. Oh my God. Um, I, during COVID I became a plant mom because I didn't know what else to do in my life. I couldn't, I couldn't decorate. I couldn't do anything. So I just bought a whole bunch of plants. That's actually really good for you. No, they are. They help yeah. me so much. And I talk to them and yes, whatever, call me crazy. But I'm a plant mom and my babies are big now. I need something else to take care of. I don't I'm not plan on having any more kids. I know, before. time yeah. flies. So it's like, you have to like seriously buckle down on your mental health when it comes to being an entrepreneur. And that is huge because if your mental is not there, you're going to fuck up internally all the way down.
0: Yeah. And you're (laughs) going to probably ruin relationships with vendors and employees and things like that. Yeah, You will, because you get into your
1: mood swings, you get an attitude, you're tired, you know, and my event in this industry is super catty.
0: It's a lot of, well, I don't want to push the, you know, women. It is though. It's we can put yeah. these women are all caddy, they all have I listen. Men are good. everybody's men, yeah, men just as bad. No, they just do it a
1: lot because right? I'm in this industry. That's one of the things that I hate the most is that they don't support each other the way they should. If me and you were both event planners and you have a podcast and I don't, like, should I be mad at you because you have a podcast and I don't know? I'd be like, that's fucking
0: awesome, yeah. But I am telling fair, everybody, start a podcast, I hate. I feel like that's how you are like you you're not gonna feel like you're something's taken away from you because no you're and teaching. the thing
1: is the thing is with my industry so many
0: people are opening up event planning
1: event planning event planning I'm here teaching y'all you yeah. want to just do it right then don't
0: come in that's here that's an Aquarius like, thing I just want yeah. to know okay we see the bigger picture knowledge yeah. is too scared and it's the thing is, I always tell, and my friends always, oh,
1: you're always, you know, always uh, like uh, trying to get the positive. It's not even about being positive. At the end of the day, I'm not the only event planner. At the end of the day, you're not the only person with a podcast. Right. So and so is not the only caterer. So and so is not, you know, like, and I feel like who cares? Instagram was put out there. Social media was put out there for that. Social media. So you can get social with one another, not for you can hate on each other or talk shit about each other or you know I get all the feedback because I'm I'm open to the public a lot I, I work with a lot of vendors a lot of people call me to vent or to express themselves and I'm okay with it because I'll take it in no problem I'm not one to revert it I'm not one to take you know take it outside of the conversation but I just feel like I had this conversation this morning the Spanish community they're super catty and I said it, I want to go on my live one day and talk about it. I feel like, why is it that Latinas are so, so
0: catty? Talk about them? it. Yeah. Why are like... they
1: so catty? But the Black community in the event industry isn't. The support they have for one another, I have to sit here and honor them, yo. I'm like, yo. Why aren't we like that? Why can't we be, you know, all gun ho about Latina community? No, these girls will sit there and talk about each other and talk about what this one's doing, what that one's doing. Yo, worry about yourself. Dude. Yes. Where's yes. your business going? Exactly. You know, like, what are you doing to get it to better than whatever? You want to feel better or do better than fucking do it. Don't worry so much about fulana because at the end of the day, <laughs> it doesn't matter
0: what they're doing. Don't put negative shit out there because it's going to come back to you anyway. Like, what's the point of putting negativity out and expecting some windfall? You know, nothing, Nothing's good going to come out of something negative that
1: you do or say about someone else, nothing. And at the end of the day, I just feel like I've helped so many people with their businesses and some of them are doing better than
0: me. And I sit here and be like, wow, kudos to you. Listen, we all have our time. You know, our, we all have our own individual seasons and I just, I'm like you, if I just worry about my race and if someone asked me a question, I'm not going to deny them information. Um, but I'm just worried about mine. I'm not jealous about you because you, you know, I've had people who started their podcast same time as mine and they have like 800 you know, people on their Instagram, and I got like 130, whatever. But yo, not for nothing. Like for real, for real, I'm grateful for my little 130 because it's mine. And that's, <laughs> no, and that's, that's what is for me in this season. You know, I, I'm way more, um, what balances me is just knowing that my higher power got me. My time will come, nobody can take it from me. If it's mine, it's for me and you can try to take it, but it's gonna flip back on you. You know, like I've seen so many instances where people do shady stuff yes. and it comes right I've back. I've
1: experienced it and I think it's it's crazy because like, I, like we know how much I am there for everyone. I am there to help you grow and progress. And I've never, I can't sit here and say that I've been like, oh, she's only there because of what I did. No, but I've had people express things like that and i'm like whoa maybe you told them what to do but they actually did it so had they not done it they wouldn't be there that doesn't mean you did that for them
0: the work those people don't no those people don't they'll take eight thousand classes and not do a damn thing towards their goals yes that's what i'm like just, and that's another reason why I
1: never classes care. are you gonna take, and you still not doing shit. Like, yeah, like, doing? I never
0: care about. I've talked to so many people about even starting a podcast. I'm like, hey, this is what you got to do. If you need more help, let me know. I could count on my hand how many people actually go through with it. Well, it's funny you 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 bring that up because my,
1: one of my bakers, um, she does most of my orders for my clients. We were talking about a podcast two years ago, and. But- she's- to do a podcast for this for this industry strictly like talking about events and yeah and then covid hit and we were like i guess not right because we didn't know we've never done it yeah she and then somebody rented the shop for me last saturday to do interviews for a tv show that they're starting and she's like bitch we could do the podcast in your shop
0: and i was like you could have a youtube show
1: yes she was like maybe it's time and i was like Bitch, don't get me started. I'm your
0: first <laughs> subscriber. Listen, let definitely let me know any. But no, I projects. spoke to the girl that was there um
1: when they rented it last week and she's a producer and she was like, You need to contact me because this is an amazing space for videos for everything. And he already rented it for a second of second recording.
0: Nice.
1: Because they were just like, I love this space. And I was like, that made me feel so nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <And> like <laughs> I said, I just
1: opened the door and I left. <laughs>
0: and, and I mean, then I'm once sorry. you get those following you said about the several streams of income yes like you yeah. know it's it's it's
1: i have to i even said the other day, i don't think i'm doing enough and they're like fuck <laughs> more do you want to do i'm like something else needs to happen and i'm not sure yet I'm <laughs> i even thought about going into graphic design just i was bored
0: it's I mean it's a, it is I like, maybe
1: I should do this maybe it's a
0: huge industry but I could see you absolutely hosting a, a show um you're a I, great speaker you know a bunch of people well, and oh you
1: I could get you a bunch of people on your show hey listen look at that see you already know me
0: I'm like hold on who can go on <laughs> let me call someone
1: right I after love it
0: And listen, I I so appreciate you being on the show. Let everybody know where to find the classes, where to find out uh, more information about possibly booking you, the location. So we're based
1: in Garfield, the creative space. Um, My Instagram is F and spelled out, A-N-D-M events and F and M creative space, which is where I will be hosting most of the events and you know networking and all the classes will be there and on both pages you'll see I have a vision I have a vision board workshop on the 31st so that'll be you know we we're giving enough time I know a lot of people like to do it in the beginning of January but I, I gave enough time to make sure honestly after the holidays nobody was sick because right. so many people got together and a lot of cases arose like within the last two weeks thousand percent so, We uh, booked it for the end of uh, the month, which will be at my location in Garfield. And we have two slots, limited seating because of COVID. And it's going to be an amazing event. Like everyone needs to work on their vision board. And not just because, oh, we had a pandemic last year. Like, no, you need to do this every year. Yeah. And we have a a great host. Um, It's not me. I'm actually partnering with someone that focuses on vision boards and dream walls. She calls them a dream wall, which I've never heard of. And I thought that was- I love that yes yeah, so her instagram is your dream wall she's hosting the event and i'm just co-host um but she's going to teach you how to create your dream wall which is fucking awesome and she even mounts them and and like prints it on foam like all those little papers don't have to be falling off wow <laughs> yeah they're so cool and i so was is like
0: this something she only does once a year
1: no she doesn't she's doing well,
0: it oh okay so check i, I want to do
1: it obviously i'm doing it now for the new year vision yeah.
0: look but
1: her page is called Your Dream Wall, and if you're available the 31st, sign up, come through, and it'll be amazing. Definitely. And also, I have um, for the month of February uh, the Be You Love Yourself photo shoot campaign. So it's you know open to women and men to so just come take photos of yourself, you know. be comfortable Mm. comfortable with yourself finally and love yourself yes listen
0: I am only loving myself right now in COVID so (laughs) So, I'm all about it a lot of people don't they're not comfortable with themselves
1: and I always feel like a photo um a lot of people won't take a picture because they're uncomfortable or oh I'm not ready or all this or all that and I'm like really no like at this point COVID taught me something and it's that you only live once dude like that is right one life so you know we're either and gonna get don't COVID forget or... you
0: are a child of god you are made of the stuff from source like <laughs> you are right
1: yeah. you're
0: okay however you are yep yeah, that is
1: true that is true
0: yosie thank you so and i'm saying yosie now because i'm trying to like appease <laughs> or i'm thinking how other people would uh-huh. i call her josie josie Yosie. josie Thank you so much for being in the show. Everybody check out F M events. I'll have all of the links on the um, comment section of the show. We definitely have to have you back. We have yeah. to have you back. Maybe you could come to the shop. We'll it oh, I'm definitely coming to in the person. shop. I'm definitely coming to the yeah, shop. Yeah, you got to come Especially in and see if it. If you start doing a show out there, I definitely want to be in the audience.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that would be so fun. <laughs>
0: All right, my love. Thank you so
1: much for being on. No problem. Thank you. And we'll talk soon. All right. Bye.